you look at that sweater carefully and you realize that love made you temporarily blind you got a secret now honey and though you would never sink as low as him you could blab it all over the school if you wanted the label in that sweater said 100% acrylic That was the latest from Aaron Cadell called The Sweater. Before that, we heard some Lou Reed, and we got things started off with Depeche Mode Route 66. Dave. Here at 97X, the future of rock and roll. Dave. Yeah? You're doing it again. What? You, you think you're on the air. You're not on the air. Yeah, we're on the air here at 97X, the future of rock and roll. I wish we were. Yeah. I wish we were still around. Mm-hmm. But no, sadly, we're in my basement. And we're doing a podcast about 97X, the future of rock and roll, a much beloved and now defunct station. It had six lives, but it's gone. That was based out of Oxford originally and then then moved down to Texas when it was online only. Mm -hmm. Um, But it it is no more. I know you worked there many, many years. Yeah. And sometimes you have flashbacks and you think you're on the air, but Uh. but you're not. We can still talk about the station, though. The future of rock and roll. Ah, the phone. It must be one of my fans. 97X. Uh, Between uh, now and the last podcast we did, uh, Doug Balog, one of the co-owners of 97X's attorney, contacted me. Yes. Uh, Our description of 97X was not correct. They did send me the 97X mission statement. 97X is the rock and roll station for educated, socially and environmentally concerned individuals, free-thinking, open-minded, serious music lovers, that present modern rock in a relevant environment. Nice. And we also owe him a dollar ninety-seven because every time we say ninety-seven X, Oaks Live, we owe him some money. Cha-ching. We, we, pro- <laughs> we probably owe him money every time somebody sings a happy birthday song too. I wouldn't be surprised if Doug somehow cornered the rights on happy birthday as well. Yes, I think he probably did. Yeah. So you uh, know quite a bit about the history of the station because, mm-hmm. like, you, we, so we mentioned Doug <laughs> yeah. and his wife Linda Baylong. Then, then I know some of the original DJs, Robin Plan, she lives down in Texas. Uh, Ken Glidewell, Mr. K, that yes. everyone in Cincinnati also knew more from WEBN and the Fox. Yes. But he got his start at 97X. Same thing goes with Matt Harris. Yes. Uh, and actually, Ken came back while I was there for a while. Uh, when he was let go the first time from Clear Channel, uh, Mr. K, he came back to 97X for about a two-month period. Yeah. And then came back. Um I'm trying to think of the other original. Steve, uh, Steve Stankin, was he involved at the yeah. beginning? Yes, he was. Or Steve Cage, Steve yes. Dennis, who mm-hmm. also later went on to work at uh, WEBN. That's correct. Yeah. Um, there's a few part-timers there that I don't remember. One of them uh, went to CNN. He was an anchor at CNN and became, he was the hunky anchor that went to Fox, but I don't think he's on Fox anymore. News. Yeah. I, uh, I, I don't follow hunky anchors, so you don't? I, I can't help you on that <laughs> yeah, one. Sorry, Dave. <laughs> I, I have a hunky anchor calendar in my house. So. When, when, one month is Bill Hemmer, <laughs> Cincinnati native Bill Hemmer, which is, he seems like a kind of a May kind of guy. Yeah, he is. He's kind of... <laughs> Because he could wear a tank top. Oh, definitely. Sun's out, guns out. <laughs> Thanks, Uncle Ben. I've always wanted Pearl Jam's new CD. Sure thing. I knew everybody's records would have it. They have everything for your holiday shopping. Wow, look at this t-shirt. Yep, besides a huge selection of CDs, cassettes, and LPs, everybody's has an incredible variety of rock and roll t-shirts and posters. Open yours up, Grandpa. Ooh, what is this? A keychain? No, Grandpa, it's a CD. 
What? A fig tree? While Grandpa tries to figure out what a CD is, let us remind you that Everybody's Records has Christmas gifts for everyone on your list. From blues to reggae, industrial to rap, Everybody's has it all. Is it a lampshade? No, I said it's a CD. Everybody's Records, 6106 Montgomery Road, Cincinnati. What is this, a coaster? It's a CD. I'm 75 years old. Don't play games with me. Um, and then some of the early ones are, are Dar and Carrie Gray, uh, Julie Maxwell, Steve Baker, uh, Phil Manning, Bret Hart's. Um, I'm trying to think of some other ones. You know, Danny Reed, Danny Crash yes. that we talked about um, in, in a previous episode. And then it moved on to uh, people like you, um, Jay Foreman, yeah, um, Ali Castellini, yeah, um, Stasha, yes. Um, Boy, uh, there's there's tons more. We'll, well Kevin, you mentioned yeah. uh, Kevin Couchet. Yeah, Matt Shiverdecker, Mike Taylor, Shiv, yes. Um, uh, there was Ron Poor, Jetson before I went there. Ron Poor is a, a I think a, still a executive vice president of Atlantic Records. Jeez, why? Did, where did we go wrong? Some people really use 97X yeah. as a launch pad. Mm -hmm. Here we are in my basement. Uh, Matt Sledge, the 97X dog sitter of the stars. <laughs> Who uh, later was uh, more recently on WNKU yeah, before that, that station too, uh, unceremoniously taken off the air when it was sold. So he's he's kind of lived through a couple of, of mourning periods where he you know he was at ninety seven X at the end I believe yeah and then he was at WNKU at the end yes twice he's had to go through that yeah which is was horrible I, I wouldn't want to be him and then I know for a while there's that online Cincinnati station called Inhaler.com. He was on there for a while, but I haven't, I don't, you know, I listen every occasionally. I don't remember yeah. hearing him on there. Yeah, anymore. I think he, d he does still do a, a weekend yeah. shift there. Okay. Yeah. So I just haven't heard his shift lately. Yeah. Sorry, Matt. And I then, tune in all the time. Then, <laughs> Long time caller, first time listener, yes. Matt. Yes. It's okay. I just, I, 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 when, when they said sledge, I thought they were saying sludge. So yeah. I thought it was somebody else. Uh, there's Rick Tile uh, was there. Um, uh, the uh, uh, Billy D, the sports authority. And you recognize him more from the <laughs> at the Reds games. Yes. He's uh, been a vendor. Billy D, who, who worked at 97X, has been a vendor at Reds games for 30 years. I think he celebrated 30 or 25 when we saw him this yeah. summer. We had a like, mini reunion. And if you if you go down to a Reds game, his yeah. his call, his, his hawking of his cold beer is... Yeah unmistakable because he at the top of his lungs we used to have him do that in the studio but he'd have to go to the back corner of the studio with the mic on yeah. and yell out cold beer if he got up close to the mic it would just blow the whole thing um also we forgot the voice of 97 x steve baker no, we didn't really forget him yeah. because he's always in our hearts yeah baker, that's man. uh gentleman jim mercer yes yeah if you, many weekends and jim i think probably is in guinness for the longest anyone has ever been a, a weekend slash part-time DJ at any station. I think you're because absolutely right. Jim was a, like, he, he had a regular job mm -hmm. during the week yeah. and he would drive up from Cincinnati yeah. uh, and do a couple weekend shifts, always ready to fill in. It's like, hey, somebody's sick. Can you kind of, he'd be there. He was like the minute man. He'd be there at a moment's notice. And he did weekend shifts for probably 20 years. Well, probably, yeah. He was yeah. there at the end too. Yeah. Uh, Rowdy Rob Irvin. Yes. Um, can't forget, uh, after after uh, I was there, there's uh, uh, um, Rob Mason, who runs um, Old Flame Records here in Cincinnati. 
was an intern when I went to OXY.com, but he grew up listening to the station. Oh, wow. One of five people that could get the signal clear. <laughs> um, he lived in Fairfield. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, and then uh, if you remember, uh, another famous alumni is Kevin Cole of KEXP out in Seattle. Yes. Um, last year they did uh, five influential stations. Uh, I was lucky enough to be one of the ones interviewed, and they, they used me a lot. I don't know why they picked me because compared you're, to some other Because ones. you're a hunky former DJ. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I have a hunky former DJ calendar. <laughs> that's right. I and you're hunky. every month. Uh, that's right. <laughs> I'm only the big months, the 31-day months. <laughs> you can have February. Quit your bragging. Dave Tillman wore many hats at Waxy, from being in charge of programming to hosting the morning show. And he joined us via Skype from Cincinnati to share memories of his beloved station, including just what the station meant to its listeners. We meant a lot, and we did the world's worst marketing tool, but it was the world's best marketing tool. Um, this might be good too technical, but we had a 3,000-watt signal. We were in Oxford, Ohio, which, by the way, Mojo Nixon went to... Uh, college at Miami University there, uh, and he was a frequent visitor of the station and a big fan of it. But um, we're in Oxford, Ohio, so we're about 45, 50 minutes from Dayton, Ohio, and probably 30 minutes from Cincinnati, Ohio, and we were, had a spotty signal. Uh, there was people telling us stories of how they would tape you know, uh, aluminum foil to the roof of their parents' house to get us. Uh, they would actually drive the long way home so they could catch us. Uh, for a good 15 or 20 minutes before they, you know, during their drive in the morning or afternoon away from work. Um, and, and so it's like, it's like uh, what we have here in Ohio. You want In-N-Out Burger because you can't get it. And that was kind of the way our radio station was a little bit. But then when they did get us, we paid it off with them by blowing them away with the musical choice. One, one hour there was everything you could imagine under the sun from Joan Armatrading to a black flag to circle jerks to a new order, uh, you name it, that would be in one hour of our station. So it was worth it to find the future of rock and roll. That's entertainment. That's entertainment. 97X. Boy, there's just. So many. Phil Manning did a million things after he left. I believe he's in Chicago now. Uh, Aaron Bournes. Yes. Yeah, he's uh, with RCA Records. He's a, a big is, executive. Is guy. he still with them? I, I believe so. so. Oh, yeah. Good deal. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so there there are quite a few folks that really came through. And we'll, we, we hope to talk to many of these folks in person and get their perspective on, on what made this station so special. And you mentioned Kevin Cole and yeah. KEXP yeah. Uh, did a nice job and paid tribute to what they, you know, stations similar to KEXP yeah. that were no longer around. And it was just kind of cool. They actually played uh, Steve Baker's sign off from when 97X went off the air the, the first time. Yeah, the terrestrial first time. Yeah, yeah, which is pretty cool. Uh, and then for those of you who didn't know, the station moved uh, down to Longworth Hall for a while under the tutelage of, of Mike Taylor and, and Shiv and, and more. And then uh, eventually, I know uh, Shiv and Barb, how can we forget Barb Abney? Uh, she's still doing well in, in, in Minneapolis. Um, but uh, um, when that ended, Barb stayed, but I know Shiv and Mike Taylor uh, made the move to Austin, loved Austin so much that they live down there now. Yeah. Uh, some inside information. Uh, speaking of inside information, coming up tomorrow night's the six pack. 
It'll be six songs uh, from Irish bands, and uh, if you want to tune in, it's at 1020, and it's brought to you by Coors Light. Uh, Dave, yeah. you're doing it again. You got another flashback. Six-pack flashback, which yeah. is a good one. Yeah. I would I would actually like to hear that. Yes. I'm going to tune in tonight at 1020. i got to tell you a, a secret. After I left, uh, Matt Sledge was running the six-pack, and I would mail in every once in a while uh, six-pack ideas. And, and I would win CDs and oh, nice. cassettes, yeah, and nice. keychains and things like that. Do you remember what themes you had? So the six pack was six songs that, like you said, it could yeah. be Irish bands or it could be songs with water in the title. Or I, I think it was six songs that uh, were items you could win on a game show, <laughs> and it was like turquoise jewelry, camper van Beethoven, a cake's fine Italian sofa, uh, boy, leather sofa. <sighs> Trying to think of the other ones, but that's what I'm okay. pretty sure that's what one of nice. them was. Yeah. Why am I not surprised? Yeah. Hello, I'm Ian Ashbury, the band The Gold. We're going to be on the six pack tonight on 97X. I'd like you to meet my family. Yeah, 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 I would. Here's my wife, Susan. Hi, honey. How you doing? Yeah, 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 yeah. Want some dinner? Yes. I hope it's a good dinner. I hope it's some screaming hot soup. And there better be a sound shaker on the dining room table. By the way, meet my little brother, Bill. Say hi to the folks at home, Bill. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's six songs from the Colt tonight at 10:20 on Future of Rock and Roll 97X. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you were on the air, you would also often, you know, when you come on, you'd be like, "Hi, it's Dave." Yeah. Also known as the Ruben Kincaid of modern rock. Yeah. Uh, the Gabe Kaplan of modern rock. Um, boy, uh, the John Forsythe of modern rock. Um, trying to think, the Captain Kangaroo of modern rock. Yeah. I, I was all of them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And just what whatever you were feeling that day. That, I, I wouldn't know that till I turn on the mic and I figure out who I was that day. Were you ever the rerun of Modern Rock? Yes, I have. From, from what's happening? Yes, I was the rerun of, of Modern Rock. I was the Lamont Sanford of Modern Rock oh, more than once. That's good. I never read Fox you with two Ds. Yes. You can't go wrong, though, with Lamont. I mean, talk about an underdeveloped character. Um, and then you were around when they uh, 97X had their 10th anniversary at Bogart. Yes. Uh, we had four bands in town. It was a big deal. Can you name the four bands? No, I cannot. <laughs> okay, what's your guess of who was there? What was it? So the 10th anniversary, was that the one where the Bare Naked Ladies were? Yeah, that was their first time they played in the United States as a assigned to their label. I mean, really? they played in the States before, but that was their first official label show in the United States was at Bogarts. Wow. And that, and that was the, the Gordon album, right? Yes. Because they on, on in their liner notes they pay, pay tribute to many different Gordons, including yes. Gordon Jump, yes. one of my personal favorites. So okay, Bare Naked Ladies. Mm -hmm. Do we have a local band on the bill? Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, there was a local band on the bill, and also one from Columbus. Okay, so the Royal Crescent Mob. That's correct. Uh, que paso, que paso, hit me. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, how about? Too much joy. Correct. Yes. Okay. Okay. That's I, three. I remember the after party and slightly. There, and there was four total. Do you know the other one? Yeah. Give me a hint. Band or individual performer? You know what? I'm going to change this. If you can't remember it, let's do our first official contest here at 97X, the future of rock and roll. This time we're in the 21st century, so you can actually email us the answer, and the first person to email us the correct answer will win a Delamitri CD that I still have in my collection at home. <laughs> Scottish band, weren't they? Yes. Delamitri? Yes. Okay. So that email address, if you'd like to tell us who the fourth band was mm -hmm. at the 97X 10th anniversary, which would have been 
circa like 1993 so we want to find out who is cyber squatting on that. Why don't you let's send an email to him right now and say we want that email address. Oh, let's do, well, no, actually, I just got a text from Doug Baylog, the owner of 97X. Oh, no. We owe him a $55 for that 97X Y at gmail.com. Well, you know, Doug's nickname was the Falcon, yeah, and he had a saying, yeah, you do not mess with the Falcon. That's Although, right. I think instead of mess, he used a different verb. Yes. Uh, as a four-letter word, mm -hmm. and it kind of, like, there was some alliteration with the Falcon. Do not F with the falcon that is correct yeah and then you hold up like claws like mm -hmm. his hand like a claw yeah and say don't f with the falcon that's right and, and you would yeah no and i don't think uh doug and linda they, it was it was kind of like the barter system so they no money actually ever trained changed hands when people wanted to advertise on the station mm -hmm. it would just be a trade agreement so yeah. like if the local car dealer wanted to have ads on there mm -hmm. next thing you know Doug and Linda would be rolling down in a you know a nice um, lovely Pontiac. Yeah, <laughs> from, from Kiger Chrysler Motors. <laughs> yeah, Wait, I think I'm mixing those up. Is, yeah. is, is Pontiac is that part of Chrysler? No, no, that's a that's Dodge. Not. Yeah, Dodge. Yeah, okay, sorry. But it was Kiger. That's right. <laughs> oh, and you know what? Someone else we almost left out: Chris Adrian, who was yes. and Susan as well too. Uh, Susan Squared, because her last name started with an S. She's an attorney now, so I don't want to bring up her last name. She'll probably sue us. In fact, she's probably representing Doug and going to make sure that we have to pay him that dollar ninety-seven. Man, I'm waiting for FedEx to show up with an envelope from uh, Doug Baylog here at your home. <laughs> and yeah, you know, but like Chris and Susan, mm -hmm. like that. You talk about tough jobs. Everybody's like, oh, you know, he, he could sell ice to Eskimos. Yeah. Well, this would be the opposite of that. Yeah. Because you're trying to get stations to advertise yeah. or, or yeah. advertisers to advertise on a station and they couldn't even pick it up in their place of business. Yeah, for, for most of them. But they did a fantastic job of being able to sell what we had. I yeah. was actually pretty amazed at that. Yeah, and Doug would always talk about, uh, we don't sell ratings points because when, when the station ratings would come out, 97X always at the bottom of the heap. Yeah. But he said, you know, we don't sell ratings points, we sell cash register yeah. points because it, he knew yeah. it was a small, audience but they were very devoted so if yeah. they like that particular type of music they're going to buy the cds they're going to buy the t-shirts at sentiments rock city that's right yeah and everybody's records <laughs> 97x woxy oxford cincinnati the future of rock and roll we're already getting phone calls and we are probably going to dedicate a podcast to the biggest advertiser of them all frank evie yes the, the rock and roll grocer, Mr. Frank Evie. He's living in Louisville and still in the grocery business, by the way. Really? Yes. Does he ha have multiple stores? Or I think he works for another company now. Okay. My favorite story was uh, Frank Evie, and there's going to be tons of them we'll get to later, but Caesars Creek, he was on a boat. I don't know if it's his boat or somebody else's boat, and he was yelling to somebody else across you know, the water, and another boat pulled up and go, are you Frank Evie? <laughs> The rock and roll grocer, that was, you couldn't have done anything better uh, yeah. than that. 
He had a very distinctive voice, almost like I could, uh, somewhat comparable to Larry Bud Melman very or Calvert so. DeForest on Letterman mm-hmm. Show. Kind yeah. of just that deadpan delivery. Mm-hmm. And he would always, you know, do kind of as part of his commercials for his grocery stores, yeah. you know, come see me. We have the best prices yeah. or whatever. And so it's this distinctive kind of monotone voice. You know, as great as I happen to mention that on the KXP interview and Matt uh, Shiverdecker has a couple of the commercials and he got him to KXP. It worked out. Um, oh, great. They played one. It, it was, it was, it was magnificent to hear his voice back on the air. Again. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you know, we are, we, we have a rule that we can't go longer than, you know, two Bella Lugosi's dead mm-hmm. uh, in each episode. So we're probably, I think we might be a little over on this one. Well, uh, Monday at noon, it's Blue Monday here at 97X, the future of rock and roll. It's an hour of blues. So if you want to get your blues fixed, tune in Monday at noon at 97X. Uh, Dave, Dave rock, no, Cincinnati. no, 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 again, it's a flashback. Although I do want to hear that new Johnny Winter album. Yeah, it is, it's fantastic. <laughs> Actually, I hear the Lone Pickle is pretty good, too. Yeah, pretty good, too. But yeah. uh, the new one is uh, Johnny Winter. It's called okay. The Tanned Man. So we'll do another episode yeah. soon of We Don't Even Have a Name for This Podcast. Ooh, we need to work on that next. Yes. Okay. The future of rock and roll. Hey, Pasta Monster, hey, Pasta, hit me, hit me, hit me. 97X.